Welcome out there to another awesome and riveting episode of The Album Argument. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. We are so happy to have you with us this week. We really do appreciate it. Thank you to all of our old listeners, our new listeners, all the people that have started following us on social media, all the people that are sharing our podcast with grandma and anybody else that they think needs to hear this, and to our new coffee sponsor, insert name of coffee here. No, I'm sorry. That <laughs> someday, was a bad joke. Someday. No, that was good. That was yeah, everybody was waiting for it. Oh, they finally oh, <laughs> They finally got no. one. Nope, we still didn't. No. Uh you might have heard one though recently of your, your yeah, yeah, play yeah. though, right? Yeah, that's, that was cool. That was, was really cool. So we did have a recent sponsor. So Yeah, that was awesome. Thanks to Main Street Theater for doing that. Hey-o. Yeah, a little throw in there. But um yeah, how how's your November going? My November has been going fine. I'm 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 panicking and I'm excited all at the same time. One, I'm excited because I'm going to Jamaica for Thanksgiving. Ooh, that's oh, that's right. Awesome. Yeah, the you're kind of annual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trip. And it got thrown off because of the COVID. Um, but you know, we're back into it. We finally we're finally able to travel back to Jamaica. We love nice. it there. Uh, and uh, you know, the coming back after that, then we have school performances concerts so i'm like yep, yep. i'm freaking out over that already yeah and we've got a family coming in i think almost everybody for thanksgiving yep. coming up and um but yeah it's uh and unfortunately you know we don't yeah. have any braves baseball to no, talk about no braves like red sox you know, red, so. red sox didn't even have a I know, chance I know, but I'm, let's, I'm, let's be say, real i know you're not just braves fans, uh. so. but anyways there's always next year but it's football season <laughs> there's whatever. always next year there's always next year so <laughs> But hopefully everybody's November is doing well out yeah. there. And um, I don't know. Is this a November album kind of? Uh, not at all. Yeah, no, I don't think really. so. I, I wouldn't say so. But, no. you know, this album did come from a suggestion. Um, now, I, I got to start by prefacing that uh, the guy, Jason Robert Grace, he has been a, a big follower of us. And we appreciate we really do appreciate him. Oh, thanks, Jason. Um, he's he's made lots of comments on our Facebook page. He's always been engaging with us and he's made some very nice compliments to what we do. And, and, you know, we really do appreciate that. So Jason, we thank you so much. This, this episode is dedicated to you. It is your pick. Um, you know, and, and not to say that we can do that with everybody, but you know, uh, cause we do get private messages for certain things, which is nice, but, but you know, it's just really cool. You know, Jason's been there. I, I don't want to say since day one, but he was there from the close bit. Nice, know? thanks, Jason. Yeah, yeah, as we're in the uh, '60s, going on, you know, yeah, '63 episode '63. So, so um, Jason has mentioned multiple times, and and you know, and convinced me that this is an album we need to cover, and I'm glad that he did. Um, so we today are talking about the Toadies album Rubberneck. Now I said the Toadies, but I, I meant like the Toadies album. Now the, the band name is Toadies and the album is Rubberneck. And I, I have to say Toadies is an amazing band name I and I'm it's super cool. jealous. I thought you were going to say it's horrible, but yeah, no, I think, I th- I've I, always thought it's a cool name. I, 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 you know, you think about how many band names are out there, like billions upon billions. This is one of the coolest band names and you know i also have to think of like toad the wet sprocket since you know toadies oh, and toad yeah. the wet sprocket and i love that band name as well and that's a cool band if you've never listened to toad the wet sprocket but toadies awesome band name really jealous that i didn't pick that for my fictitious band that i have in the, in my head <laughs> but great band name and a cool album name rubberneck yeah yeah 
Cool and, name. Have you ever listened to this album before? Uh, no, I have not. I, I have always been uh, aware of the Toadies and yeah. the hit off of this album, but I True. could not have told you the name of the album or when it came out or anything else. Now, I will fully admit that I had actually bought this record at a used CD store years ago and had the full intentions of listening to it and diving into it, I guess I should say. Uh, and for some reason, I don't know what happened, but I never got around to it or it, it slipped underneath something and it slipped underneath your, your son's bed upstairs, kind of like your wife's library. Yeah. He hides hides stuff under his bed. And, and, you know, and, and I only discovered it years later and was like, crap, why have I not listened to this? Uh, so when Jason brought this up, that this is what we needed to be listening to, he actually brought it up like months ago. And I start, I pulled it out and I actually started listening to it then. I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. Now, why did it take so long to get here? I was waiting for the right moment. Uh, and I, I feel like this is it. I don't know. Does that make sense? Sure. 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 <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else, but okay. No, yeah. okay. okay. Um, I'll hold my comments. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so let me, let me go ahead and give you a little bit of background. Toadies consist of Vaden Todd Lewis which I think is actually a really interesting name. I, at rock first I was like, name. yeah, it's That's totally right. a rock star name. And when I first read it, I was like, why not just Todd Lewis? You know, that sounds like your typical average white guy, <laughs> you know, but then, you know, Vaden Todd Lewis, I mean, yeah, it's very rock starish. Uh, let's see. Daryl Herbert, which is your typical white guy name. <laughs> you know, like, let's just be real. Uh, Lisa Umbarger. And I love that, that, you know, it, it, when you watch some of the videos for toadies, you might not pick up that, you know, that it's a female bass player, but it is. And it's really cool. And I, that's no insult to her. Uh, that's just, you know, like, I, I don't know. I just didn't put two and two together. I love it. Female bass player, kind of a la Smashing Pumpkins. And then the uh, drummer here, Mark Reznicic. Resnick, yes. I want to say, I want to say Resnick. Maybe that's just it. Maybe it's just yes. if any of the toadies people are listening to this, I'm sorry if I got your names wrong. I really, I, if you notice that I'm the worst person at reading off names on this podcast, uh, really bad at it. Well, I, I don't think you're bad, but I, uh, cause I don't think I could do any better. And that's why I let you read the names. <laughs> Send all comments to Ryan Straub. There we go. Uh, this was released on August 24th, 1994 on Interscope Records, and it was produced by two people. One is Tom Rothrock, and the other is Rob Schneff. Now, if you haven't known these two producers, you've either been living under a rock or you just don't pay attention to producers because these are two huge, huge producers and i think they had like a partnership going for a while and then they kind of split off and did their own thing but they both have produced beck they uh they've also produced elliot smith uh let's see tom has also produced foo fighters and stevie nicks well rob has also produced the vines fu manchu and saves the day which are some of my favorite groups and the wigs that we and the wigs a few, yes a few months ago that is true you are 100 correct there so this is kind of a interesting production team. Let me see. What else can I tell you? They are from Fort Worth, Texas, which is where a lot of the inspiration for this album comes from and in, in including Possum Kingdom, which is, you know, a lake out there, which a really oh. interesting name for a lake. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. That's right. so Possum Kingdom or it's Possum Kingdom Lake. Uh, it's really, really interesting. Uh, they had five singles off of this record, Mr. Love, Possum Kingdom, Away, Tyler, and Backslider. Now, what's really cool 
about again like i said there's there's so much there's a lot of the local history and lore that goes into this record uh there's a really 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 awesome documentary that was made about this record and it has been put on youtube and i went and i watched it and it was awesome and i'm really really happy i did it's called dark secrets the story of rubberneck I'll say it again, Dark Secrets, The Story of Rubberneck. If you even slightly enjoy this album, go to YouTube, watch the documentary. It was great because it gives you so much information in history, uh, the reasons why they wrote certain songs, the 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 stories behind some of them, the the like the folklore that goes into some of the lyrics. It's just really cool. So I gotta stop and say, watch that. Go and watch it. Do yourself the favor. Jason out there. Thank you so much. This, in my opinion, is a five-star record. I love this. It's not perfect. I do have a little bit of problem with it, just a teeny, teeny, teeny bit. And if this little issue was fixed, in my opinion, or this one song was tweaked a little bit, I would say that this is a perfect record. And I'm shocked that this came as a suggestion that we listen to this from a fan. And that just goes to show that maybe the people that listen to us know what perfect records are and we need more suggestions of perfect albums. And, uh, cause we, again, we were 60 some odd episodes in and we've only named three perfect records. Uh, so our percentages are very low there. And l- let's just clarify. We, we, I've named two, you've named one. Okay. There we go. But one of the ones I named you gave. Yeah. So that's, that's, you know, yeah. Gotcha. That being said, this is an amazing album. I think everybody needs to hear this. I, I and I have talked for like fifteen minutes now. I'm sorry about that, but I, I I'm just really excited by this album. Jay, please tell me what you think of Rubberneck by Toadies. Well, thank you, Jason, and thank you, Ryan. And that's where it ends because I had to clarify we because I don't think this is close to a perfect record. Are you? I don't get. Are it. you kidding me? I don't understand it. I like maybe two songs. I like two songs off this album, and I it. hate you so much right now. This was very difficult to listen to. This album. No, this was a. Gr- oh my! I God. could not listen to this album. It was very. It was probably one of the more difficult. Now, I I will give it give give it to you that it was well recorded, produced. There's cool things maybe sprinkled here and there. It, it was just very difficult. You know, I don't know where Jason's from, but he's going to fly down to Murrieta, Georgia, and we're going to come and beat you up. I just, maybe I need to see that documentary. Thank you for mentioning well, yeah, that. Yeah, you totally need to see and it. And maybe I just, I, I I was missing some connections lyrically, musically. I just felt it was, take us a few steps back. So right, everybody take, yeah. on rock radio has heard Possum Kingdom. Great song. And so I, I can't remember, you said you purchased... We were talking about an album recently, and yeah. you said you purchased it thinking the rest of the album, or there's lots of albums. You you purchase it thinking the rest of the album sounds a certain way, and then yep. you're let down. So if I were to purchase this, of course, you know by my reaction, I'm not going to purchase this. Maybe I need to listen to it more. I would purchase it because of Possum Kingdom and one other song. I'll just go ahead and say uh, Tyler. Great song. Great song. But then I'd be let down, and I am let down by the rest of the songs. It just, to me, the, al- the rest of the album is... Like you mentioned Texas, like I hear a little Texas, like this roadhouse. Is, yes, this is straight Texas rock, like man. Texas so rock, so Texas hard blues rock. If you want to make that a thing, like yes, this. Oh, dude, it I just sounds a little rough on the edges in terms of musically. It's I think those two songs just uh, they uh, nothing else matches those two songs on this album for me. I- 
greatly disagree. <laughs> and the chairs. Whatever. <laughs> Here come the chairs. Yes. So, uh, yeah, when I put in the album, I go, okay, I know the I'm, toadies. I'm excited to listen to this. And I'm then, actually, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. I'm really, really bummed that you do not like this. I, oh my God. I, yeah, I just, I, um, that's fine. It's, it's, fine. it's okay. It's, we're all it's allowed okay. to have opinions and we're all allowed to be wrong. Yeah. And, uh, maybe I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Everybody let me know. And Jason, let me know. And, um, whoever friends of Ryan that in, the, in your show or whoever, <laughs> you know, that tells, tells I'm wrong that, um, anyways, yeah. Starting off. So Mexican hairless, I, I honestly don't have a lot of show notes for this because again, I can just sum it up as in, I, I started, I go. This is a little different, not Possum Kingdom. This isn't Possum Kingdom, yeah. so maybe it's the Possum Kingdom radio effect. It's uh, yeah. sorry, no, you're you're right. Uh, I just want to say, Mexican Hairless. Um, there was some pushback from the label about releasing or about putting Mexican Hairless first on the album. They did not want because for those of you who don't know, Mexican Hairless is an instrumental. They did not want the album to start with an instrumental, and the band really fought them on that one. And I thought they did well with it. I think it's a cool. It's got. Very, it's very punk influenced. Uh, there is punk throughout the album as well. Um, I love the vocals that Vaden has, and I think that the fact that the Mexican Hairless starts the album without any vocals is actually kind of cool. Yeah. It's uh, still not for me. I was still. Uh, I go. Oh no! Oh, it's God. one of these albums. Uh, so, um, and, oh, God, that's awesome. and, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I hope it's okay. I was talking to our, our friend, um, I'll go ahead and say his name's Scott. And I think he was kind of thinking Wait, that Scotty P Scotty P and Scotty I, P. I said, we're doing this album coming up and I hope it's okay. I say this uh, for what he said. And I think he was kind of agreeing that, you know, you buy it and you kind of like a couple songs yeah, and then that's about it. Like no, you kind of let down. It's just one of those albums. There was a lot of albums in the nineties that, and albums forever. Yeah. And I feel like those, there's a few, like one hit wonder. Uh, would they be called a one hit wonder? Uh, Toadies? Yes. 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 Uh, so, Tyler was, I mean, none of the singles reached the the status that Possum Kingdom did. Yeah. So it's just one of those albums. I, I, uh, it, I'll just go ahead and say, so the two songs, I, I guess I'll play them both because I think they're great. Again, Possum Kingdom and Tyler. So Possum Kingdom, if you have lived under a rock, maybe you haven't heard it. It's got the cool timing. I think you alluded it does. to it. it uh, it's four four time and seven four time. Yeah, so it's cool. It's it's a rock staple. cool song it's, it's very unique song. for 90s rock and it's actually cool because it drops you know it has the three and then the four mm -hmm. like every time i listen to this without dissecting it i always thought the first part of the riff was the correct and mm -hmm. then they added a beat but it's actually if you think four four is kind of yep. more normal they actually drop the beat and then when it doubles the dana the dana yep that's actually in four four so it's kind of cool it's almost like they wrote it in three four and they said no we should kind of also kind of keep in four so it's very unique. It grows. But even recently, though, I find like when on the radio when they play it, I, I don't know. I I used to like the song more, and I think it's just been played a lot. So it's still a great song. song. It's still a great song. I love it, and I love the history behind it, but we'll I'll go into that more later. And then Tyler is uh, – and it's funny. I was just reading some notes as uh, – I was paying attention to you, but I was also hey. reading some notes on, on the band because I just didn't look into them. I was waiting for your notes. 
and uh, saying the singer is very influenced by the Pixies. And I go, well, yeah. Uh, so Tyler is a Pixies outtake, but it's still cool. Cool song. Great song. I just happened to be listening to some Pixies the other day, and I said, and then when this came on, I go, I like it, actually. Yeah. Because I was searching for some other thing to like, except for other than Possum Kingdom, and I was like, even though it's greatly influenced by the Pixies, it that's is, okay. It is basically the riff of Where Is My Mind. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Right. I mean, and, and then, I like the fact that they fully, they will fully admit that they are Pixies fans, and, you know, that it's an, it's in a way kind of an homage to to them and stuff is what so out of the two which one are you going to say is your pick then i think right now it's tyler but i think still the best song so there's uh, you know sometimes i go okay well maybe my favorite is not necessarily the best or the best yeah. is not the, my favorite so i'll say the best song is possum kingdom because that's the most unique for rock and yeah it but, still holds. but your pick is i'll say the best song is possum kingdom okay so you're going to go with possum kingdom as being your pick Sure. So but I, I will say if it's today and I need to listen to a song, I'd prefer to listen to Tyler. So I will actually just let you know. I'm going to go ahead and just jump in uh, as I'm doing a lot. That's cool. Um, the, the best song is Possum Kingdom. It is the best song. However, my pick for the best song is Tyler. Whoa. And that's because the story that's behind it, you know, if you listen to the lyrics, if you're a fan of true crime podcasts, which seems to be like a bajillion people in this world are. We've considered shifting to yeah, true crime. <laughs> it would not go well. <laughs> and, the, and then she died. Oh. Anyways, if you listen to the lyrics of Tyler, they are incredibly creepy. It is, I guess Tyler is the character, the main character, and it, it it's essentially about a stalker who follows this woman and then breaks into her house and then is celebrating this fact. And so listening to it, to, to the song and then going, wow, I really enjoy this. I kind of feel bad for myself a little bit. Like, like I should not be enjoying this psychopaths, you know love interest but it's the know. music side of but it. it's the music side the there's something cool. about the music that is just really like cool and eerie at the same time yeah. and that's why i think tyler actually stands out as a better as the best song the the better written song the better recorded song the better sung song the the, the radio hit is possum kingdom and right. that and even that still has kind of like that weird folklore of the lake possum kingdom where it came from and you know the whole creepiness of tyler as well they kind of the two songs kind of go together if you listen to the lyrics of possum kingdom it is still kind of about that stalker guy i mean again watch the documentary they do a better job of explaining it in there than i'm doing right now um but i don't know possum kingdom's a wonderful song i'm glad it's the radio hit but there's something creepy and cool about tyler that just stands out so tyler's actually my pick for the best song you know overall so it's interesting, as much as we might disagree on the album as a whole, yeah, and maybe we haven't got to our, our pick for worst, we are in pretty much straight on agreement of yeah. the two best songs. Yeah, they are the two best songs. And I, I totally see I totally see why Possum Kingdom was a hit and why nothing else off the album was. 
However, that doesn't mean that it's a bad record. So you're a bad person, Jeremy Dudman. Just not for me. Right. You are a bad person. But in terms of the quality of the recording, I mean, for 1994. It's great. I mean, it sounds clear. It's It's awesome. It's got low end. It's got, got cool guitars. I always appreciate the guitar sound yeah. from this album. So. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, they are Gibson users uh, for the guitars, and you can uh, there's to me personally, there's something about that Gibson Les Paul sound that is just really cool, and that's the reason why I own an Epiphone Les Paul because I can't afford a Gibson, and that's why you have this beautiful Gibson Les Paul sitting right here in front of me. That I mean, there's a reason why Gibson Les Pauls are the best. Yeah. In my opinion, they are the best guitars out there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Fender's got uh, Fender and GNL. I think a Fender Strat is the perfect guitar for, and we, and we can go into a whole discussion about I think this. the Telecaster. Yeah. I've, the, I've been more of a Telecaster fan. Like well, you see that in like indie band type. True. That, that has a certain edge rock, but. But if I'm going like solo, if I want to do a solo or something, I'm, I'm picking a Fender Strat over a, a Les Paul. Yeah, true. But you know, if I'm looking for an overall sound, I'm going Les for Paul. recording. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Uh, so sorry for that little tangent on, uh, there's a lot of people that agree with us. Yes. But, uh, but you know, when we listen to albums and I'm sure everybody does that too, that, or you might do that. Maybe not. I don't know. I should say everybody does it, but you know, you, you find things that you like that you don't like, and maybe it's not always a song. So I do appreciate the quality of this recording. If I have to get to the song that I just don't appreciate, it was kind of difficult again, just because there's the rest of the songs are just okay. So I went for it. It might be the easy choice. It's not the first one instrumental, but it's one that's kind of an instrumental and it's towards the end. It just doesn't do it for me. Also, lyrically, it's got some certain words that I don't prefer to use personally, Uh but not to say that's bad for anybody else. But it's the second, the penultimate track of the album, Velvet. It could have been a live song. I think you said that for somebody else yeah. recently. It just doesn't strike me as I don't feel like that needed to be on the album. So this is so weird because the out of these past couple episodes, like literally episodes in a row, we've agreed on something. Uh, and it's it's not planned. But Velvet is actually my pick. Oh, wow. Now, it, it's not... Uh, let me just be clear on this. I love the music on this. I think this song would be killer live. And there is some controversy with the lyrics. And I, I, I think a lot of the controversy is the lyrics are not clear. So some sites will say the lyrics are this. Some sites will say the lyrics are that. I haven't distinctively heard anything from Vaden, who is the lead singer, to say whether what yes or no to what the lyrics actually are. So it it seems like it's a debate in a way. So because of that, that's why I picked this song as well. Uh, But overall, I love the music. The music is is cool. Like that's that's my thing. That was my hangup is that's why this is almost a perfect record is because of that. I just feel like the rest of the songs, as much as if, if, if I don't appreciate the other songs as much, I think they're more songs. Yeah. And this one just strikes me as like a jam, just loud, because you can't hear them. That, that's why I say it probably could be cool live. But I think it would have been better if it was just an instrumental like Mexican Airless. Or maybe just kept it like that, sure. Yeah. But uh, I get what you're saying. But th- there, I don't know. There's something that's, again... 
to me, this album is very punk. It's very hard rock. It's very got this hard blues rock in it. Uh, it's very Texas. It's got a very Texas feel to it. And I really, really love it. I think it's great. I'm shocked and stunned that you did not like this. Uh, and I'm not just saying that just to say it. I, I, I really thought that you were going to be grooving and digging this, but Hey, it is what it is. I'm right. You're wrong. I think the two songs that we picked that we agreed on, I think are, I'll say it a different way. It is so strong that it's almost wrong to have the other songs as support. I can see what you're saying there. And that makes sense because, because, and I don't want to give anything away, but because I have that same feeling about another album and, uh, yeah, I'm not going to give anything away. That's for another episode. But, you know, that's, that's been a problem. You know, I get what you're saying and what Scotty P said. You buy an album thinking it's going to be one thing and it turns out to be something totally different and how that can be very much a letdown. And I have mentioned that before. Uh, so, yeah, I get what you, I, I get what you're saying. This is one, one that I appreciate that now I know because it's one that I don't know why I never listened to the album thinking of like, oh, yeah, let me check, check out the rest of the songs. And yeah. I'll check out the rest of the toadies and see their albums and um, they, they sound like they could be cool live. Yeah. And I saw that uh, on their list that they have some live albums and so forth that uh, yes, it sounds good that um, yeah, sorry. It's just not for me, but no, thank that's you. Jason. Fine. I'm going to point thoughts. out, I'm yeah. going to point out a few things, you know, uh, again, Jason, thank you so much. Uh, Mr. Love. Great song. Really love it. Uh, Backsider. Great song. Uh, I come from the water. Cool song. I really, I, I mean like, this I, I don't understand how you don't enjoy this. This this got so many good songs. I could name pretty much all of them, but those are like my my top tier. And I love the opening Mexican Airless. I think it's really cool. But uh yeah, you know if any I, other ones you wanted to maybe play well, I mean, since so we agreed. Since you know, I say Tyler's the best, Possum Kingdom second. Let's do I Come From the Water, because I would say that would probably be my next honorable mention. It's cool, hard blues rock. Yeah, and maybe I should clarify. I've realized there's a, a weird, consistent theme with what I like. Not to say everybody else should agree with me. Gotcha. Outside of like Led Zeppelin, I don't know if I like many obvious blues bands. Like, oh. I do like bands that are influenced by that and then take it to the next and the third and the fourth level. But for some reason, people like The Who or yeah. this or um, Yardbirds, things like that. Those And well, when I go back to that, other than Led Zeppelin, I just don't get straight blues. So like when I, when I have my, I think I've mentioned it before, my third through fifth graders, when they come into my music class, I always start with some, some songs, you know, from history and stuff like that. Uh, like the one I've done this week is, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and pride and joy. And I've talked about, you know, like blues music, stuff like that. Like I love blues music as well, but it's, it's cause I got that from my dad. My dad is very, very, uh, like, blues oriented and stuff. He loves classic music and blue stuff. And, uh, so he introduced me to a lot of those artists, you know, every BB King, Eric Clapton, um, Stevie Ray Vaughan, but they have d different genres and different styles of blues. Would you fall into any of those singers or songwriters, or do you kind of just stay away from those? 
None of those. None of, really? Yeah, I've, 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 it's a weird theme that, I, like I said, outside Led Zeppelin, I just thought of one more. Yeah. None of the, you mentioned, maybe a little Eric Clapton, but uh, The Doors. I could do some of The Doors, See, and they I, have I, some blues. I can't stand The Doors. So maybe that's the next extension of the blues that I, I, for some reason, like, jamming on the blues, playing the blues is okay. Yeah. But for some reason, listening to the blues, to me, like Stevie Ray Vaughan, I appreciate all of that. It just, yeah. that's when you get into, like, jam bands, and they have the blues. Yeah. And I've just never gotten into that. I, I can't right, explain well, it. It's fair. just something about maybe the repetition of the progression, the expectation of the progression. My ears turn it off and just lose interest. So, and, and that's what's, I, and I get that because I'm not a huge, like, I don't like music that has a bunch of solos in it. Like my, my hard rock and stuff like that. I don't like all the, you know, it's, that's not me. However, when it comes to blues, I love that. And, and it's part of that repetition of the, the the rhythm section and then being able to throw the solos into it and stuff. I don't know. I find that to be very interesting, you know, a, a shift in styles there and appreciations for different techniques. Yeah, and uh, I, I, I go for, like, the band that – The Cure, for example. Okay. Not totally different from this, but just saying, True. like, what I find I gravitate more and more towards in all of my styles. Interesting. They have – and Led Zeppelin, they could have, like, three different lines going. And they somehow still all work still, together, yeah, yeah. and it's repeatable. But they, st- when you hear like, "Oh, I've never heard that," and that, and that, it's kind of like symphonic music in a way that I go towards that, and it could still be the same progression, like a Nirvana yeah. things like that. So somebody could hate that, and I can't explain why. Then I just don't no, like the, the blues. It's, it's really weird. I, as you say this, I go, "This just falls into that same." Thought. It's funny that you mentioned that because I actually watched a video the other day of this guy deconstructing Blue Monday by New Order. And I never, I mean, I love that song. I love New Order. I think they're great. Uh, but I never really had thought about like breaking that song down the way that he had. And it was completely fascinating. Uh, the, as you talk about the different layers of different things, different patterns, and how they all mix together, and that's very much Blue Monday. But we've gone on a tangent. Sorry, but here. I'm just trying to explain. Maybe I'm, I'm you know, we're, we're we have a uh, a session right now, and and you're True. you're you're my psychologist. You're trying to there uh, we go. dive into my thoughts of why I don't like this and other <sighs> blues music. Sorry, no, that's sorry, fine. Everybody. sorry, Jason. Sorry, Ryan. I I love this record. I really hope that people go out there. Toadies have a bunch of other albums. Please go out there and listen to them and support their music. Uh, buy this record because you need to hear it, and Jay needs to go. I don't know. Maybe he needs to go swimming in Possum Kingdom Lake. There you go. Maybe, and I'll go check out the documentary. And yes, I still support. Still, please do support. Yes, please do support. Buy everything they have, including supporting us by going to all areas of podcast. And, you know, any any place you listen to a podcast, you can find us. So share us with all your friends. Share us with Grandma, and share us with any coffee company you might like as well. Please visit us also at thealbumargument.com. And yeah, anything else, Jay? No, just uh, got a cool album coming up next week that I know we both know. Yep. That I've been holding on to. Yep. yep. Uh, we can go ahead and say that Our Lady Peace's happiness dot, 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 is a fish that you can't catch. Or just happiness. Or just happiness. So just happiness. everybody take a listen to that from 1999, yeah. and then we'll talk about that next week. All right. Until next time, thank you for joining us. I'm Ryan. I'm Jeremy. Take us out, Jay. Deuces. We are out. Deuces.